Welcome back to the original box set Shadowrun podcast. It's been a while since the runners helped Lucky find out who sold him out, steal some easy Nuyen, and break into his old place. We begin with Sunny getting a 3am wake up call from Lucky. He's ready to nab Lino, and he has the money to pay her to get the job done. The only catch is that he's in the middle of a winning streak at Blackjack, and he can't leave the table. He's drunk, and the other gamblers are trying to win back some of their money, by luck or by force. Our GM is Max, and Sunny Day is played by Cassie. And, if you're a fan of the podcast, consider becoming a patron over at www.patreon.com slash set. We hope you enjoy listening. This first part of this recording is purely about your conversation with Lucky for this upcoming game session. So this is something... Yes. How many days after the team broke apart does she call up whoever? Or does she does Nick call her up? Or Nick's going to call her. Yeah. So like one day, two days? I'm seeing. Because this was the weekend. That- mm-hmm. So he, he gets me that Friday is when he gets a good bit of money. So either that Thursday or Friday. So this is the day. This is right here is the morning in which he's watching Lino's house with uh, yeah. the other two. And so this would be, yeah, we'll say Friday mornings when he calls you. Okay. Because he's now got money. <laughs> okay. So we'll do that. How did he get money? How did he get money? <laughs> um, well, laundering, laundering. I'm assuming by this time he's made some connections, taking the money that he got, plus selling some That's of his true. personal guns and mm. getting back on the street, meeting up with people, doing his thing. And for Friday morning, when he calls you... It's because he just hit some good money from doing some gambling. Okay. Lucky. Got lucky. <laughs> Alright, so it's Friday the 13th at 3 a.m. and your phone goes off. This is the Thursday going into Friday? This or is this is the Friday going into Saturday? Friday. Thursday going into Friday at 3 a.m. Okay. When your phone goes off. Yeah, I'm not going to answer it. With that distinctive sound that indicates it's lucky. What sound would that be, by the way? What sound, what, gosh, what would Lucky's ringtone be? Hmm. Something charming, like like a little ditty? I would almost feel like it would have to be something of an inside joke between the two of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. Maybe elevated music. I don't know, we'll have to figure that yeah, out. Yeah, we'll have to figure it out. So, yeah, 3 a.m., your phone goes off, and you don't answer it. Well, if my phone wasn't on, was making noise... Would you have silenced it? Because at this point in the, the scheme of things, this is it's been a few days. You've gone back to your normal life and routine. Adrian's back doing school stuff. Yeah. Trollface is going to the office every other day. Yeah. So you're not alone in the bed at 3 a.m. when your phone goes off. <laughs> this is true. Hmm. Would it wake me up? Here's a better question. Does he call more than once? Oh, yeah. He's going to call more than once because right now he's somewhat intoxicated. I don't think it would be in succession, though. It would be like he would call around 3.03, and then probably about 3.40, when he kind of came back out of a stupor, he would would call again. Either forgetting that he had already called, or realizing he had called, you didn't pick up. And he felt like he wanted like a direct contact with you. Right. So maybe I'd ignore the first one, Mm -hmm. and then realizing that... Lucky's been on his own for a while. What if something bad's happening on the second call? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Luggy is a functioning drunk. I think I've mentioned this yeah, before. Yeah, he's high-functioning. High-functioning. A high-functioning alcoholic and is what the, they call him, I believe. Mm-hmm. And one of the things about high-functioning alcoholics, it's hard to tell by speech when they're drunk. Because their speech doesn't slur as much as, like, if I was how far along he is and stuff like that. So I don't actually have to, like, play drunk and stupid. That's, that's good. So, yeah, about 3.40 in the morning, your phone goes off a second time. Okay. Can we take a second just to, like, think up some ringtones? Because I feel like I'm kind of fixated on it. Sure. I actually have a suggestion. Okay. I mean, he likes long hauls, and his name makes me think of an old cigarette brand called Lucky's. I think I'm doing that right. Lucky Strike? Yeah, Lucky Strike. Let's see if there's a jingle here. Wow. No. That's... Let's see if there's a there's another one below it. Yeah, what's that one? No. No. It's very marchy. Very militarist. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, can you go there yet? Let's see. My pizza tastes like an ashtray. Oh god. <laughs> Weird. Definitely. Um. I don't know. Since a lot of the uh, concepts are based around the eighties. Yeah. And I'm thinking television for some reason. Kit Kat. <laughs> This white chocolate one looks weird. Yeah. It's so creepy. All right, so let's move away from commercials, because it's not... It's not working. Nope. Hmm. Well... When was The Godfather made? I don't know. Maybe look it up, of course. Mm, yeah. 1972. Um, what's a speech by Marlon Brando in it? How do I spell it? M-A-R-L-O-N. Says I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Yeah, I know, but I want more of that. So what's the two-minute one? Godfather, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. You can act like a man! What's the matter with you? Is this how you turn down a Hollywood Pinocchio that uh, cries like a woman? <laughs> what can I do? What can I do? What is that, man? Religion. You spend time with your family? Sure I do. Good. Because a man that doesn't spend time with his family can never be a real man. Hmm. You look terrible. Once you eat. Once you rest well in a month from now, this... Hollywood Big Shot's gonna give you what you want. Too late, they start shooting in a week. I'm gonna make him an awfully camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it could just be a bunch of Marlon Brando Godfather quotes. I think that sounds like a really good idea. I mean, he and... He because, because they've... What's the words? He thinks he's a really, like, big hotshot, and so she uses the Marlon Brando, like, Godfather quotes on him just to, like... <laughs> Whenever he's getting a big head. So I think that's when she started using that as a ringtone. (laughs) (laughs) So when the phone rings and it's lucky, it's just there and says, what's the matter with you? Be a man. (laughs) Like like she probably would have had um, them piece it together. So it's just like almost like a soliloquy of Marlon Brando. (laughs) (laughs) So don't have the other guy there, you know, talk about like, what are you dreaming? You know, if you don't, man who doesn't spend time with his family, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh-huh. it's like, I'm going to make him an offer I can't refuse. You know? <laughs> a nice piecing of yeah. text together. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I like that. That's what I think. Okay. So, yeah. Second time, Marlon Brando's voice echoes through your room in the dark of night. <laughs> okay, so I will reach over slowly. And take the phone and answer it and put it up to my ear while I'm still laying down. Okay. I'm not <laughs> um, 
She's not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. You hear. Sonny, is this you or is this your answer machine again? Hey, Sonny, you need to pick up. I need to talk to you. What do you want? Oh, oh, oh I hope this is an answer machine. That That's, that's too good. That sounds like you. Look, I've I've I just come to a, a decision. I finally I'm ready to set up for the next part of this. I'm ready to get you to hire you out to get Lino. Remember that thing we talked about with Lino? Sonny, are you there? Yeah, I'm, I, I yeah. And he's I'm trying not to yell personally, but he is yelling. Okay, I'm going to hold hold on, and she's going to get up and go to another. Room, so you know it's not disturbing. Terrence are waking him up. Okay. Yeah. So you slide into the front room. Yeah. Pull the door shut. Yeah. What do you, What do you want? Why are you calling me? It's It's almost four o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah. So uh, I was down with some of the boys, and we're having a pretty good time. And uh, why are you calling me at four o'clock in the morning? Well, I want to hire you and your friends to go do a job for me. And this couldn't wait until the sun came up. Well, you know, time is of the essence, Doc. Isn't that something they say, you know? you got to do things when it, it's the time, and this time's right. Well, it's not right for me right now. Ah, uh, Doc, um... Are you drunk? Yeah, I had a little to drink. Me and the boys are out, you know, having a good time. How do you know these boys aren't going to just take you over to your mother-in-law? Psh, ah, uh, no, these are some new friends I made. Ah, uh, okay. <sighs> Listen, Lucky, I can't do anything right now. You know, everybody's going to be asleep. I should be asleep still. You should be sleeping. I just smoked a half pack of long holes. I'm not going to sleep. I'm just going to head right back up to the bar. A half a pack? Yeah, Doc. I am on cruise control till Monday. <laughs> Which like, is Friday morning. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, what do I even say to that? Uh, well, you're a doctor yeah. and a therapist, so you should probably... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Maybe tell him that's a terrible idea as your therapist. This is a terrible idea as your fixer. This is a terrible idea. Everything about this is, you know, question, of course, at this point, being a therapist, you know that he also has a hell of a lot more vices yeah. that he might be instigating at this point in time. Yeah. Nick. Yeah, Doc? I need you to focus right now. I need you to listen to me. I'm here, Doc. Yeah. Okay. What you're doing right now is not healthy. Oh, Doc, but it feels so good. It feels like I'm living. Yeah? You're going to die just as fast. Is that what you want? These friends, they don't know you. They're just going to make you do more and more shit. I mean, what, are you a fucking teenager? Are you in high school? Is this some sort of, like, I got to man up and be the number one person here? You're already number one, Nick. You don't got to do anything. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Like, you need to go to bed. But, but Doc, I I just scored, like, over 100,000 on this table game. Do I need to come get you? You hear you hear voices and I say it's in the background, Nick, come on man. Lucky, get off the phone, come back to the table. I wanna win some of my money back. Where are you? Um I'm at the Palisade Casino. I'm coming there right now. I make your uh, do you wanna is this an attempt to intimidate <laughs> or negotiate? Um I don't know. Well let's see. Let's see. Uh, that's a good question, because she is, like, she's, like, gonna just go out there and, like, rescue her, like, oldest friend from himself, <laughs> So it's neither. It's, it's just a threat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I don't know what we'd roll for that, you, but... Um, or if there's a roll for that, but... Uh, the roll... Well, if you're saying that you're going to do it, it's mostly upon his end, just, um, like, a composure check at this point to... 
because she doesn't want to hurt that relationship, he's got. He would make a composure check at that point. But he's in, inebriated, so I'm going to give him some like minus. So. Okay. Well, how much dice do you? Um, want to composure use? is based off charisma and will. His charisma was. His uh, really high. It's like seven. seven. Yeah. And his willpower is really low, so it's like a two. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give him all because he's been drinking a lot. Only a minus two dice because mm-hmm. he is a high functioning drunk. So he's going to have seven dice. Okay, right. There we go. And loyalty to you is what? Um, loyalty is a five. A five. So he has to make five successes. We're going to set it. We're going to say he has to make five successes not to leave. So if you make, like, if he makes composure really, really high, he's going to stick it out. You know, go for more gambling. One, uh, three two. successes. So, yeah, at this point in time, he's feeling guilty. That's what that's ha- that that translates into uh, guilt to me. He's <laughs> okay. just like, Doc, no, don't don't come down here. The Palisade is is not a place for someone like you. It's a dangerous place. If it's dangerous, then why are you there? I, it's money. I I. Well, I, you got money. You have money. You know that thing. Quit while you're ahead. You should probably do that. Okay, considering that he failed his composure check, and he's in question of his personal loyalty to you, he's just like. I don't know if I can, Doc. I mean, if I just walk out right now, these... Okay. okay, I get it. Just give me a, give me a little bit of time. Do some low-end stuff. Don't go high stakes, Nick. Don't do it. I'm going to come down there. I'm going to pick you up. I'll look good doing it. Everything's going to be fine. You can hear a bit of Luciano come out. And he's just like, all right, I'll be here waiting for you. All right. As you can, <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like he's, you know, focusing in. Okay, so yeah. I mean... She's probably had to do this more than once yeah. over the years, where he's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have, shouldn't have a great time. You're like, no, no. This is kind of like his subconscious calling you to say, come save this idiot. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Even though he's like, no, I just want to talk and brag. He's like, was, it's time to go. It's go time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's time for you to go home. <laughs> Okay. All right. So yeah. So she's going to go back into the bedroom and find something to wear. Okay. Opening the door to the bedroom, there's a bit of light coming from the bed. You can see the occupant is now playing on. <laughs> I woke you up. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right. I uh, I have a few messages I can check anyway. Okay. Is everything okay? I have to go clean up a mess. Do you need help? Let's see. How much would she know about the Palisades? If he says it's dangerous. Uh, you do. You have your black market smuggling pipeline, right? Yeah. On a scale of one, zero to six, most of the people in there are just an ass hair above mouth breathe. Okay. So. So Nick's probably one of the higher end people that's in there right yeah. now. Yeah. And the guys, there are enough people there that it could cause some trouble. Nick might hurt. He might get beat up. He might get robbed. Stuff like that. Can you get in there and handle it? Yeah, sure. It's a, it's a casino filled with mafia, drug dealers, and gun-toting wannabes for the most part. It's not the place you would go to if you were serious about good gambling and then you wanted to rake in lots of money. Right. So saying that he hit 100000 at the Palisade means that right now people are paying attention to him and he might be in a tough situation. Okay. I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's like a... 
It's like the Cortex. Right? That's a high-end mafia gambling establishment, which is behind closed doors mm. where illicit things take place. Right. And large sums of money get put on table. Yeah. 100000 is the buy-on. Right. Know? So he's not, that's, yeah, that's not where he's at right now. Yeah. Okay. Do you know anything about the Palisade? Um, casino. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm headed. If you think you need to be there. Nah. Okay. I mean. I th- I don't think. There's going to be any trouble. You want to take my gun? Do you think I can even use that? <laughs> Where am I going to keep it? I got the small one I put in my shoe. All right, I'll take that one. All right. <laughs> he smiles. Um, so, yeah, so she'll go and she'll give him a kiss and get dressed okay. and head out. Um, driving, yeah, she's going to drive over to Palisades and probably park a, a block or two away. Okay. Or somewhere... I don't know if there's, like, parking that's close by or, or how that would work, but... Yeah, so right now it's cold, mm-hmm. and so a slush is coming down from the sky. Oh, okay. And so it's not rain that you're flicking off the side of your windshield, it's clumps of yeah. wet ice. And as you drive through 5 a.m. traffic, maybe? Mm-hmm. So it's really not that desolate... And the good news is, is because the weather is so bad, at least there's no issues on the the highway. Yeah. Okay. So, continue. You said you parked about a block up? Yeah. You know, somewhere that's kind of a little out of the way, but not super far out of the way. Since she's, uh, yeah, she's probably wearing, like, the short, the short skirt, but the tall, like, furry boots. Mm-hmm. And something lacy with a, uh leather jacket over it okay yeah um and you've probably been to the palisade before possibly yeah yeah because this is where you and nick would come meet contacts yeah and people that you would exchange stuff with and meet up okay it's a nice discreet place they have no surveillance in the building hmm, okay there are no cameras on the inside some <laughs> cameras on the outside and white noise generators there are no windows that take anything can like look through or pick up from right okay and uh it the carpeting throughout the entire place is just thick, lush carpeting that's really well manicured. But the reason manicured carpeting, yeah, the, yeah, it's like that shag carpet. It's okay. clean, well cleaned shag carpet because those little crawly drones have problems crawling across shag carpet for mm, the most part. Okay, so you know, like a bug would crawl across shag carpet, it's going to stay balanced. These things wobble all over the place, so <laughs> it's easier to see them. You know, you don't want to be spied upon. So yeah, low key, high tech kind of uh, okay. Palisade has no signs. Right. No arrows, no nothing. Just a steel-reinforced set of uh, double doors that only one side opens up on. Mm-hmm. And two large burly orcs hanging out outside under an overcover. It is attached to the backside of a mall. So there's people like right around the corner. Mm-hmm. But you head up to the alleyway. Overhangs cover most of the alleyway as you walk back there. Okay. In the darkness of the early morning. Yep. So what do you do? I'm going inside. All right. The orcs at the door stop you. It's a it's a fee entry casino, so you have to pay a little to get in. Okay. Then I'll pay it. Okay. So like a few. Yeah. Well, you can role play through this. You know. Oh, right. Well, they didn't say anything to her, so. They're not going to. They're just going to stand up and start, step in the way of her in the door. Look you up and down. What? Fee. Entry fee. <sighs> this again? Gosh. Come on, I just need to go in and get my friend. All right. You give him a wink and a show or something? Sure. I don't know what I'm doing. 
I think that would be like a seduce role, but I don't remember if there was a seduce in this game. I guess in, in, in influence? Influence. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six successes. Okay. So let's just slide through the door. Okay. The casino is loud, well lit, tables, roulette, blackjack, poker, a nice variety. It's easy to find lucky. The okay. most active blackjack table, not blackjack, uh, poker table, uh, a decent crowd of people gathered around it, maybe about six or seven. Okay. With about four people playing it, the dealer. Do I know anybody here? She, I'm assuming she hasn't been there in a long time. How long would be a long time? Like, at least uh, several years. Since your practice really got up and going? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, no, there's going to still be people here you recognize, then. It's only been two or three years. Not a lot of people, but there's still people. Okay. So I am going to get a drink, and I'm going to... Start making my way over to the blackjack table, and I guess what I'm going to do is play at the blackjack table. Okay. Well, it's a five-seat table, so there is a chair open. Okay. And it, I'm assuming you could probably shift that chair over next to life if that's what you're wanting oh, to Oh, no. I'd, I'm sure he'll see me. Okay. So, yeah. Are you trying to send him some sort of signal to make sure that he doesn't just, eh, you know? Or, yeah. Or do you want him to recognize you and, and say something? recognize me but not say something okay so as you walk up there's people standing in front of the chair i'm pretty sure she's had to extract him from other places so you know they go through go up the kind of like meet up hook up kind of scenario mm -hmm. where and then they would leave together okay so you come up to the table a few people block your access to the chair you make your intentions known that you intend to sit down and they clear out. They're currently in the middle of a hand at this time. Okay. Yeah. So, it's like, pardon me, boys. All right. They will definitely move out of the way as you, as you come walking up. Dealer immediately looks up, sees you, and you recognize the dealer. So he smiles. Um, okay. He says, Saren says, hi, uh, getting in on the table is 500. Okay. So I will um, put down 500. Uh, everything is digital. Okay. So it's immediately, you, you pull out one of your cred states and set it down, it accesses the system. Gotcha. Okay, then I'll do that. Okay. Nick is going to make another composure roll. What's his name? It was again? seven. One, three, four. All right, he holds it together really well. He gives you a smile, and uh, you can see for a moment as he presses everything, and a wink, and a whistle. <laughs> you know, the old... Lucky routine, right. whistling at women. Yeah. The other table individuals, you know, wearing sunglasses or smoking on cigarettes, hide their faces, continue to check. They check you out to kind of figure out what kind of poker player you are. I'm pretty sure she has a really good poker face. I mean, I mean she's a... Space off charisma. Yeah. She's, <laughs> <laughs> she's had years of watching people and not having reactions it's a so they're bullshit. It's composure roll when you do play poker. That means you have twelve dice to play poker. Okay. With. Where Nick only has nine, he's really good at it. <laughs> You're better at poker than he is. Got it. Okay. As you come sit down at the table, they begin dealing the hand. You can see that Nick has a very large sum of digital money in front of him. Okay. And the rest of the people around the table have money, 
but not as much as Nick does. I would say, you know, like this guy's got 10, that guy's got 20,000, this guy might have like seven. Nick's sitting at 180,000 plus in front of him. Okay. You sit down, how much do you put on the table? The lowest one at the table right now is 3K. Mm. I mean, they don't have to know how much money I have, right? They would, it would be like the coins sitting off to one side that people could be able to see how much money you have sitting on the table to be able to judge how, yeah, they would need to see that because part of the game is knowing if you can bet enough to make the person fold out of the game. Okay. She doesn't, she wants to make an impression, but she doesn't want to make a big impression, like a rememberable proof. If, I guess if that makes sense. Okay. Well. So I don't know what, like, ten, fifteen k. Okay. Mm. Yeah, cause she has a lot of money right now, but she's not gonna throw it all out there, and she's not definitely not gonna let Nick know she has a lot. Of money. <laughs> How about we say twelve and a half? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, twelve and a half, and the half can be the entry fee. Sounds good. Yeah. Because that goes in there as well. Mm-hmm. So you toss your twelve up there. One of the gentlemen behind glasses is there and says. Ma'am, it's probably best you don't sit at this table. That guy over there is just going to rob you blind from cheating. I'm pointing out Lucky. Cheating? Well, if he's cheating, why are you still at the table? I'm going to break his system once I figure it out. And then they'll take all my money back. Right. If I don't take it first. He'll, like, cartoonishly pull his sunglasses down just so you can see his eyes. And give you that, oh, really look. She's going to give him the smirk and the ra- the raised eyebrows. All right, he'll smile at that. <laughs> and at the point in one guy going around the table, matches, they throw cards out, everybody looks at them, Lucky once again has the winning hand. Everybody's like, ah! Oh. Money transfers from the center of the table to uh, digitally appearing over next to Lucky. Okay. So I guess the idea is, is that they'll play a few rounds, she'll... Hopefully win enough to get back her entry fees, maybe a little extra. If not, Nick will just pay him, pay her back, and then he would flirt with her, and she would flirt with him, kind of, and then they would leave. Okay. Because I don't really want to play through, like, each hand. That, no. That would be boring as fuck. No. The way that I would work gambling would be a composure roll from everyone at the table. Okay. And then they would be edge dice tossed in on top of that. The edge dice represent your hand, while the composure roll represents your poker face. So you would be looking at your edge of one with your 12 dice of composure. Your luck with cards is crap, (laughs) but your face game is amazing. Okay. That's how that translates. Right. So you would have 13 dice. Nick has five edge. He's great with cards, but he's got seven dice from his composure. So he's got 12 dice, you have 13. Mm-hmm. That's where it changes up at. I see. Okay, so I roll. Yep. One, two, three, four successes. Okay. Take one of those dice out and roll that again for Nick. Oh, that's terrible. One, two, three, four ones, I see. Yeah, two successes. All right. Now, the rest of the mooks at the table have no edge score because they're not NPCs or anything. They're just about mouth breathers. Mouth breathers. Yeah. Mouth breathers. So their composure score is generally about six or seven. Okay. So what should I use? Six. And we'll do that for the other four people. Two successes. Two. One one success. And the last person. One. And one. Yep. Oh, actually, they glitched. Which means we will give an extra success to you. So you got a total of five successes Mm -hmm. versus... 
the other per- people at the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next liner up was two successes. Yeah. So that's a difference of three. Mm-hmm. Each one of those success represent 500 cash into your pocket. So you just made 1500 off the table. Okay. And most of it came from, uh, like that guy who glitched. Some of it came from Nick. At some point during the hand, as you're looking at it, you're doing your betting and whatnot. You think Nick's actually trying to play against you, so you decided to maybe turn on the whole charm and and yeah. acting and whatnot. Yeah, I would say that's probably that's accurate. Which time completely changed the whole table, and the guy who thought he had everything figured out goes in all the way, and that's the guy that glitched. Ah. So now you're fifteen hundred up. So you're now sitting at the table with fourteen k on the table. Okay. That's after like an hour's worth of playing. That's just not one hand. That's like an hour's worth of playing. Your money has increased. Nick's has gone down a little bit. Which time Nick sticks there and goes, if, I don't know how much longer I can play at this. If I do, you're just going to take all my money from me. And the guy who lost money, of course, it's just like, you're not the one being robbed here. We're the ones being robbed here. And uh, one of the other characters at the table sits there and says, ignore him. Lucky. Let's just keep playing. So now we're heading to hour two of gambling. Okay. Hours. Can Did you want only? Be, can it just be like by the half hour instead? Sure. Because that, I mean, she's got stuff to do. She can't sit here playing poker for hours. All right, we'll do it by the half hour then. Okay. So. Because it's like five o'clock in the morning. She's got, you know, two hours max before she can. So, yeah. All right, one more roll. Okay. So you get 13 dice. Right. Three, four, five successes. Okay. Now this is Nick's roll. Nick's oh, no, six successes. Six successes? No, five. Five. Sorry. Nick's going to throw it a little bit because he's ready to kind of get off the table. So he's not going to use all of his dice pool. He's going to uh, he's going to use half his dice pool, so take out six. One. All right, and now for the other two guys. Two? Yeah, because the guy who glitched is getting out. Three. Ooh. And four. Oh, man. Okay. So, because Nick lost quite a bit at this point in time, he's... What's quite a bit? Well, that guy got four successes. The other guy got three successes. You got five successes. That basically shows the most amount of money came to you between you and Nick, because mm-hmm. you got one, right? Yeah. Right, and you got five. Yeah. That's two grand. Okay. Got that it. your money's gone up. Okay. Most of it came from Nick. Uh, right. I'm so confused. Keep going. So, at this point in time, Nick's going to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, this is... I mean, you guys can keep gambling, but like you said, you want to, you have other shit you need to do. Yeah. So now we need to kind of play into you. Yeah. I mean, I think that she'd be getting impatient and kind of bored because she's not really a gambler. She's just, I mean, she might be talented at it, but that's not like her thing. He doesn't, she doesn't enjoy it. Okay. So, yeah. How How do you think she'll get Nick to pull away from the table at this point? I don't know. Well, I thought you, well, earlier you said that you would try to, like, flirt with him or... Right, well, he should, he's the one that should instigate it. Okay. She won't, she doesn't instigate She that. doesn't instigate? No. Okay. So, I mean, she, it's obvious that she's looking very bored and is just whatever to the cards and everything. And she's just watching him. <coughs> I'm like, I can just keep taking your money. He'll sit there and be like, oh, yeah, you're taking my money, but, uh... How about I just spend my money on you instead? You look like a high-priced woman. Yeah. And he kind of laughs at that. Everybody else at the table isn't really laughing that much. (laughs) Where are you going to take me? I hear they serve breakfast at the Needle. 
Gotta take some big spending to get in on short notice. Mm, he sits there and he, <laughs> he sits there and says, Is that a yes? The dealer's getting ready to shuffle out some more cards. Yeah. He grabs his cred stick, pulls out. <laughs> Looks like I got breakfast date, guys. And um, he st- pulls his cred stick and yeah. he starts to stand up. I'll pull mine as well. <laughs> Let's see what the... Uh, <laughs> One, six, uh, actually, I'm counting the number 11, oh. and so I gauge it on the scale between 3 to 18. Mm-hmm. And so it's really – everybody's pretty tense here at this point in time. They're like, oh, come on. Most of them yell at Lucky to get back to the table so I can win my money. Others laugh. Some people are just saying, good luck, Lucky, <laughs> as the two of y'all are heading out. Okay. Yeah. If I had rolled really low, like 6 or 7, people might have gotten physical. Ah, okay. Well, it's not so bad. Just walk out. You know, on his arm, mm-hmm. keep playing the thing, uh, you know, playing the game because, you know, you just know who might be trying to follow. And, then, uh, like, did you take your car? Did you take a car here? No, no, I, I came with some of the other guys who are still back there. All right, let's go take my car then. Okay. You're, you're still taking me to breakfast, by the way. I, I couldn't afford the needle. No. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys get outside, so it's probably now about. Six? Yeah. Close to six? Yeah. And there's still slush and slur- flurries coming down, so it's nice and cold. Okay. Like, what were you thinking getting stuck in there? Um, I don't I don't know. I got back to my old stomping ground, and and all my demons came back out. Yeah, there's not much she's going to really be to say to that, and then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you could probably do with a little bit of self-control. Just a little. Yeah. I don't think this will happen again. I mean, I'm going to try not to. Okay. Because I really cannot wake up at four in the morning on a Friday and then go and do my appointments. Like, I'm not doing that again. If I if you call me that early, I'm going to turn off my phone. He'll nod. I really appreciate this. I'm really feeling sick. Yeah, I have a bag of long hauls. I am not surprised. Your lungs are probably smeared with tar right now. We go somewhere and get some coffee and some breakfast and maybe I can get some water. Yeah. So we'll go to a, you know, like a greasy spoon diner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice little <laughs> hole in the wall diner. Yeah. Yep. Get some stuff. So and then you know get some coffee. Get get some coffee. Leave the pot. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually it's a a classic nineteen seventies diner. Stainless steel on the outside. Little booths on the inside. Nice. It's a local place for uh, cabbies. So there's a couple of cabs out front. Mm-hmm. Troll sitting behind the the large bar serving people big enough to reach from one end to the other. Yeah. As you guys come in with the rest of the early morning crowd. Okay. She's going to go to the bathroom and change. Because mm-hmm. she's not going to be wearing this whole, like, get up and, uh, yeah. Change mm-hmm. into, you know, boots, long pants, and, you know, change the lacy shirt out for something a little more, uh, reasonable. T-shirt. T-shirt, yep, yeah. T-shirt, and then the, keep the jacket, because she likes the jacket. Okay. As is. Yeah. So, they get saddled in and order food, I guess. Is he going to order food? He yeah, order he's going to order <laughs> you should like, eat bread something. and water and coffee. Triple A Cab was the name of the cab company that uh, Jay's character worked for. Mm. That's one of the cab companies that are there, too. So, it's kind of like you're, you know, it's a whole cyclic thing. You're in the same area that Jay's character used to live at. Nice. Okay. So he sits down, and then the food arrives pretty quickly. A bunch of soy eggs and um, pressed toast and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so 
He eats slowly. Yeah. No. So she'll, uh, she'll what did you mean when you said you were ready? Other than being ready to go home and sleep. (laughs) Um, yeah, I think I got enough money. I know I was going to hire your friends out to go pick up Lino. I just wasn't ready then at that time to do it. And although I was eager, I was just, I wasn't ready money-wise. And, uh, you know, so... (sighs) I avoided asking anybody about him, and the money came in, and when I saw how much I was winning at that table off those mooks, I just figured one thing led to another. Okay. So you want him picked up? Yeah. But I don't want anybody to know he's been picked up. I was talking to a friend of mine who used to work with Lino and knows Lino a little bit. His name's Tana. Anyways, he said that uh, there's always these two guys coming around every once in a while giving Lino some shit. And uh, he thinks they work for Brenda. So I know she's watching him quite a bit. I They, they can't possibly be, you know, watching him 24-7. So there's got to be a chance to grab him. Well, they have the camera on his house. Yeah, I know. So it's, it's not going to be anywhere close to there. And nobody can be picked up without anyone finding out eventually. So what's your window? I would like at least a day or two head time. You know, if he can be picked out without being noticed and won't be missed for at least a day or two, that'd be pretty good. That mm-hmm. would give me a lead. I can find out what information I can about him. I got some other people I've been talking to about finding out where, like, hangs out with, where she's going to, you know, stuff like that. So I'm, I've got some leads working. Okay. And I just want to go to the source, get my revenge on the little bastard. Okay. So anyways, Tana, good kid. He, uh... I guess I used to work with it. He's got a friend, Yan Yan. What's her name? Yeah, Yan Yan. That's her name. Anyways, she's uh she's got a place right up the road from Lino's. I uh I know of her, but I don't know her personally. But I I can make a call, and Yan Yan lives in a trailer within like a block of Lino's place. So it give give your friends a place to hang out with, you know, in case they wanted to be within earshot and stuff like that. I can't do anything about the camera unless you got somebody who can do something. And uh, I'd be willing to offer you 10k to make this happen. 10k? Yeah. I mean, I got the money, and I also have to buy other people's services too. So I think I'm ready to get things rolling. All right. So now we talk about negotiations, and well, she's, I guess she'll ask like, so do you have anybody in mind that you want me to work with? Yeah, I guess whoever you want to. I mean, it's just a pickup job. I mean, that's it, just a pickup job. It's I don't, you know, I'm gonna say. That, I mean, I can't handpick from your team who's going to, you know, the best choice to do it. I mean, that Odysseus guy, he probably can handle all of that, right? Maybe. But if you're picking someone up, you might need to transport him. And Odysseus doesn't have a car. Oh, that's got to suck for him. How the fuck does he get around? Bus. Oh, man. You know, if I find out when his birthday is, I'll buy him a car. <sighs> no. Okay, so. So that guy that drives, what's his name? Motorhead. Gears? Yeah, that one. Okay. Do you think we need to get... Do you think that Alan would be a good... Alan. Alan. That's uh, the your, uh, your friend, uh, I guess so. He's an investigator. Uh, for watching people? Yeah. I, mean, I guess so. I mean, for finding people. Finding people, tailing people, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a good option. Okay. Do that one. You know what? What about your magic friend? Pollux? Yeah, why not? I mean, isn't that, you know... I yeah, don't... yeah, yeah, okay. Alright, so if we're going to have a three-man job, if it's out of character, I don't know how to negotiate right now. 
How much should I ask up for? Like twenty. Well, you got to pay yourself. Yeah, and you I know have that's to pay what I'm them. trying to do math, and it's hard. So, so you're talking about a three man job. Just to kind of start off with, when you're talking about tailing somebody, that's something Alan can do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something Gears can do because he's driven quite a bit. Yeah, Rhett can tail because he can magically project. And Zoe can tail because she can control cameras and watch people through that way. Mm-hmm. So those are the four people. Odysseus can't tail people. Okay. You don't know if Zamora having any stealth. You know that Rhett can magically stealth. Gears probably can stealth based on the fact that you know he park in a car and sit a distance away. You know he's also good with electronics, just like Zamora is. Mm-hmm. And um, Alan definitely just recently proved he can get caught. So yeah, there's that. But it's still an option. So you're looking at possible a four-man team. Yeah. So each person needs to make 3K. You know, like you set your standard 2K, 3K. Right. So right there, that's 8K right there. And you want to get paid as well. Yeah. He's offering up a safe house for people to work from. So that's kind of a consideration right there. Mm -hmm. But it's with people you don't know. Yeah. Lino, he also said that Lino is being watched. Right. And that somebody comes around every once in a while. That means chance of wet work or gunfire. Yeah. So prices just went up to about maybe 3K to 4K per person. Right. So if that's four people, 4K, that's 16 right there. Yeah. And he's offering out 10. And mm-hmm. that doesn't include you getting paid. And how right. much do you want to make? Right. So. <sighs> okay. So first question is, how much does Sonny want to make? I mean... 2K? 3K? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So write that number down. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, you, how much... Because you're going to offer your team each member, like, on mount. You're going to say, hey, guys, it's 3K. And your top is 4K. So you need to go for that 4. But you're going to offer them 3. So that gives them room to negotiate up. So you need right. 16 for those 4 people. And then... Three, plus the... 3,000. So if I say 20, right? That gives you an extra K to play with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he's also asking for no one to see it. So yeah. I mean, asking 20 isn't, like, outlandish at this point in time. Yeah. Yeah, so she'll look at, you know, she's thinking about stuff, and I don't think I can get anybody to do it for 10. I'm going to 20, probably. All right, now that we do a negotiation draw. Okay. Dear God, 15 dice. One, two, five successes. Each K, each hit is 2K to bring it up, so 5 times 2 is 10, so yeah, he'll give you 20. Okay. So yeah, uh, he's like, you're right, Doc, you're right, 20K. He fiddles around with a couple of cred sticks and is calm before he hands over a silver cred stick to you. Okay, so I'll take it. Uh, he also pulls out a metal ink and says, there's only one phone number in there, and that's the Yan Yan. Alright. And how far away is the safe house? A block. Oh, the safe house. Where are you supposed to take Lino to? Oh, well, yeah, they do oh, need to yeah. know where they're taking him to. Hang on. There's a Loblaws. Is that the name of it? Lo- Loblaws. Loblaws? Loblaws. Yeah, that's the name. It's like a red lobster. Okay. Lobster. Loblaws. Lo- how do you spell it? L-O-B-L-A-W-S. Okay, Loblaws. In Auburn. Mm-hmm. Off of Chen... Oneth? You need to spell it. Yeah, I know. It's it's a Native American name. C-H-E-N-O-N-E-T-H. Okay. Drive. When they get him and bring him there, it needs to be in the early morning after hours because he's got some friends who will take him. You know, that's where they'll get work, go to work from there. So in between which hours? Two and six a.m. Okay. And when does it need to be done by? 
There's no they just call me and tell me, and then I tell you? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. And then that basically is the countdown for the you know the 48-hour period of time to know that he's disappeared, and then people might look for him in about 48 hours. But in the meantime, there's no, hey, this needs to be done in a week kind of thing. Okay, good. So, yeah. And uh, after food and some water, he's starting to feel a little bit drowsy. Mm. Where are you sleeping, Nick? He says, I got a hotel room over in... Um, Tacoma, which Tacoma's like an hour and a half drive. <laughs> yeah, I guess um, you can, I can take him back to my apartment. You also know that there's one of Trollface's crash pads nearby. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking for an easy safe house, you have the Enclave app. That's you can true. access the doors. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. I'm like, I'm going to take you to the safe house. You need to get some sleep. All right, so you tell him that, and then you lean over, you push the app, and you start navigating through the app. There's a safe house near me. Uh, oh, there's one. Oh, I mean, it's got somebody in it. Yeah, there's one. So, you know, you mm-hmm. have to play with the app for a minute while he's kind of like drifty before you, you hop in the car, go driving through the early morning flurries. Yeah. And then to get to a safe house to drop him off. Mm-hmm. You take him inside. You pre-activated stuff on the inside of the house. It's a nice safe house. Yeah. And the app tells you you have five days here. Okay. Before somebody else has already slotted the time. Okay. So I'll tell you, like, you can stay here for a couple days. I don't want to come pick you up anymore, man. Not for a while, anyway. He stops and he's leaning against the door frame. Yeah, you're right. I um, I let shit slide pretty hard. Hmm. You got a lot going on. But don't worry about it. Everything worked out. Thanks, son. You're welcome, Nick. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get some sleep. Okay. Call me if you need anything. Just not at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that. Okay. And then, yeah, you part ways. Okay, cool. So I want to take a moment to talk about being a fixer. Mm-hmm. So that pretty much entails somebody comes to you and says, I need something done. And sometimes it can be a Johnson. So Nick technically is the Johnson. Yes. He's got the job. And he's not going to the runners to tell them the job. You're going to the runners to tell them the job. Yeah. <coughs> so that's the a difference between this fixer and how other fixers operate in other games. Yes. In other games, fixers just find you the job, mm-hmm. and then they, they, they'll find you the Johnson. The Johnson then will meet up with the runners. Your being the fixer and the team leader means that the Johnson comes to you, and you're already like spot on a team. You handle shit from there. You do all the negotiations. You handle, They don't have to deal with anybody else but you, which saves your team an extra contact. So if your team know, if you disappear one day, your team is never, ever going to be in a pickle, as long as you don't have any way for people to trace and burn you, and burn your team. Hmm, So it kind of protects your team a little bit more. The downside is your team can't expect too many side jobs from you as a fixer, unless it's particularly that you get picked up for. So there's there's a downside to it, but it's an upside. Okay. As far as it goes for jobs, you will, if you want to, you can do it this way. This would be my first suggestion. Take the thing, write down, okay... I will pay a person 3k for a pickup. I will pay a person 5k for a milk run. I will pay a person 10k for wet work. And so you get an idea how much you're willing to pay people. Mm-hmm. And then you tack on other things to it. Be like, all right, there's wet work involved. That's an extra 2k per person. And then you can start gauging how many people you want. Now, this is a pickup of only one person. Nick's Kind of like really not the loop. You don't need four people to do it. But you have four people who can right. do it. So, you know, you could 
you know, sometimes be like, I only need two people to do it. I'm going to ask for more money, stuff like that. Got it. So, yeah. Cool. Oh, you got some written down. Like, okay, look at that. How much your budgets were, the crew needed. (laughs) Good stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. That was my stuff. Very cool. Thanks for listening to the original Box Set Shadowrun podcast. Our runners will pick up where we left off next week. In the meantime, you can connect with us via Facebook or YouTube to check out actual play videos of the original box set playing Shadowrun and other tabletop RPGs. You can also swing by our website at originalboxset.com and check out our gaming calendar, additional information about our games, and images that inspire our worlds and characters. And if you're enjoying our work, please consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash originalboxset so that we can continue to bring you this podcast as well as other great actual plays and entertainment. Today's featured music is titled Epic Song from Alpha Brutal, and trust me, the whole song is pretty epic, so check it out. We'll catch you next week, chummers. And now for all this legal dreck. Original Box Set is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 4.0 International License. You can share us, but please give us credit. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership over the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to Original Box Set, that's us, to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Original Box Set in any official capacity whatsoever. Oh my goodness, that's so much. Okay, bye.